welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Welcome to episode 52, I think, of the Karen Kenny Show. Um, today's kind of funny, you guys. I'm not even going to tell you the name of it yet. I'm going to tell you the name of it in a minute. Because <laughs> I got to give you a little backstory. I got to tell you a little story about this. So as you know, if you're one of my listeners, and if you are, thank you so much. It means so much to me. I keep backing away from the uh, microphone. I apologize for that. Um, if you are somebody who tunes in like every week, um, I appreciate that so much, you guys. It's so nice to know that something that I, I might be sharing, and I always say this, something that I might be sharing from my heart is also somehow landing in yours. Uh, that's really the reason why I do this is to spread a little love, spread a little bit of the good word, um, share authentically um, from me to you. And um, so if you take the time to actually listen to this, just know that um, I appreciate you and um, it means a lot to me to have a place that um, to kind of, you know, create into and to know that there is a container where you guys actually uh, maybe give a shit. <laughs> so thank you so much. So here's the deal. So, you know, I do one of these once a week and I'm not somebody as a podcast producer who like um, batches content. And what I mean by that is there are some people who, when they have a podcast, they might record like three at a time, or they might record a month's worth or three months worth. And they like to have them quote unquote in the can, like already made, you know, and that's just not how I create. Um, I'm a very spontaneous, uh, I'm not, look at, in some ways I'm not spontaneous at all in my life, but in other ways, when it comes to creation mode, um, I don't like sometimes to be forced into like, this is what you're going to talk about. So even though I have a long list of topics or episode ideas or pod quote unquote podcast ideas, um, you know, sometimes I'll look at that list. I will literally read like 30, 40 things and I go, nope, nope, nope. I'm just not feeling it today. And so I don't pre kind of like, um, definitely not with my podcast. I don't like pre do things. Um, I have to be inspired. Like I have to feel drawn towards, curious about, excited about, moved to, like whatever the thing is, or I can't do it. So case in point, yesterday. So yesterday I was like, okay, it's time to do a podcast episode. What do I want to talk about? And I had just come back from uh, Jessica Todd's salon, JT, like making my hair um, fresh for me. Thank you so much. I love you. Um, so Jessica Todd's salon and uh, a couple of my girlfriends just happened to be there at the same time. It worked out awesome. So like impromptu, how you do? <laughs> and it was great. We talked and I even said to them, I think I'm going to do a podcast on this and a podcast on that, blah, blah, blah. So I had, it's not like I didn't have ideas, right? So I come home last night, I sit down, I hit record. Now I can just talk. <laughs> this is no surprise, I'm sure, to you or to anybody who knows me well. 
So I can just talk, stick a mic in my face, I'm going to be able to talk. It's not a big deal for me, right? I love to communicate. I am a communicator. Um, and so um, I was like, okay, I start the podcast. Hey, you guys, welcome to the game, blah, blah, blah. I start to do the thing. And I literally like flub up all my words. I was like, blah, blah, blah. I could not get the words out. I kept tripping over my words. And, and I'm, a, I'm all about bloopers. I leave the bloopers in. This is not a show about perfection at all. This is a show about spirituality and storytelling. Um, I want it to be down to earth. I want it to be true blue. So I don't mind. I don't mind if I flub up once in a while. Like that's not a big deal to me. But this was just like ridiculous. And I was like, eh. So I had to like shit can that one. I was like, okay, take number one didn't work. Take number two. I start to do it. I get 10 minutes in and I literally yell into the mic like a total insane person. Just out of the blue, I go, fuck this, right? <laughs> I was just like, even I wasn't interested in what I was saying. You know what I mean? And I was like, nope, that's not it, you know? And I tried on like different topics and I'm like, because I have a lot to say about a lot of things, right? It, and it's just like, it's just my opinions or my thoughts or my feelings. And I always say, I reserve the right to pivot. I reserve the right to change my mind. But in that moment, I might be like, oh, I have something to say. I try, I try it again. And again, I start to talk and all of a sudden I'm like, like, I don't care. Like I'm boring myself again. That's like take three or four. I get literally, I start to record another one. I get like 25 minutes in and I'm like, I'm like, suck it in a bucket. No. And like, I hit end to the recording. I was like, I can't do this. Literally, I gave it the old college try. I was like, eight's my favorite number. I'm going to try to, if I'm like, if I can't get it by the eighth take, I'm not clearly, clearly not supposed to do an episode today. So that's why today's title is something like, because <laughs> I never know what it's going to be. You can't force it. Don't force shit. Don't force it. That's kind of the deal. Don't force it if you're not feeling it. So I made a conscious decision. I made the executive decision. I said, I'm pulling the plug. I'm not going to try and make myself create something. That's not how creation for me works. Now, this isn't to say that you shouldn't create um, what I would say, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, a container or the environment where creation you know, can happen spontaneously. I think that through repetition, through doing a thing, creating up um, a system that works for you as a writer where you sit down every day, look, there's going to be times when you don't feel like doing it. That wasn't the case here. I did feel like doing it. I'm like, I'm going to sit down and do this. It wasn't a resistance to having to do it. That's the difference, right? When you're a creative person and you have a, a process or whatever, there'll be times that you'll sit down and you'll be like, I just don't feel like it today. And it's like, hey, it's part of the discipline. It's why it's called a discipline, right? Is you gotta, you gotta sit down and, and do it sometimes. And if you sit down enough times eventually, like one of the things I used to tell my, um, my yoga students if, you know, I had a yoga studio for like 10 years. And so if I was ever going on vacation, like in the beginning, I never took a day off. I literally worked like seven days a week for like five years. That's how it felt. <laughs> and then eventually, like when I had a couple other teachers working, you know, at the studio, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, <clears throat> but then eventually I went back to it just being me. Um, so there might be times when I took a day off or I wasn't teaching or whatever, going on vacation. Well, I didn't, never really went on vacation. You know what I'm saying? If I was going away to Omega or Kripalu or doing something. So I would say to them, here's your homework. Here's all I want you to do. I want you to just roll out your mat and stand on it. In my absence, 
this is your yoga practice. <laughs> Roll out your mat and stand on it. And they'd look at me, they'd start laughing. They'd be like, that's all I have to do? And I was like, yep. <laughs> because here's what I knew. Here's what I believed in this from my own personal spirit experience. If I roll out my yoga mat and I stand on it or I sit on it or I lay on it, something will happen. I will feel guided, inspired, motivated to, called to, whatever the thing. Spontaneously, my body will start to move. I will start to stretch. I will start to do this. I'll either sit there and close my eyes and meditate or I will sit there. I will lay down and do some um, long ass shavasana maybe a little relaxation or i'll start to twist or stretch whatever something will happen but it won't happen unless you get on the damn thing right so that's what i would say i would just say just get on your mat that's that's the work and something would happen and that's what i thought might happen yesterday i was like i wasn't resisting it i was like i'm gonna get on the mic and something will happen and what happened was shit balls what happened was suck it in a bucket <laughs> what happened was fuck this i'm not doing this right and it was so funny and i just kept laughing and finally hit me. I said, hey, I knew my limit. I said, I'm not going to force this. I cannot force creativity. That is not how I work. And I'm just not interested nowadays. It's not that I'm not interested in doing things that are difficult, right? I'm a blue collar kid, hard worker, always have been, not afraid to like get sweaty, get dirty, little blood, sweat, tears, whatever the thing is. It's not that. It just, it was not like, it was such a clear sign from my spiritual team, as I define it, right? Like I, they were just like, shut your big mouth, KK. Kenny, lock it down, not open for business, zip it up. <laughs> like zilch, nada, nothing. We are not gonna let you inflict yourself <laughs> on the world tonight. And it made me start to think about this story that I'd heard one time of this person, right? And I, and I really just think it's more like, uh, you know, call it a parable or an allegory or a story, but it makes a point. A met is it a metaphor? I always have to ask my smarty pants friends. I'm like, what's the difference again between a metaphor and a whatever? Um, but here's the thing. So there's a story about this person who like um, really loved, it, kind of, it could have be birds or butterflies. I'm gonna run with birds. I'm gonna run with birds in this one. So, you know, they were taking care of these little birds and, and they had these eggs that they had to keep incubated and keep them warm. And, you know, but it was like, hey, keep an eye out for when their little beaks start to like crack at the thing, right? Like, and um, like, like that means they're going to be birthing. It's the birthing process. Like, you know, they're going to be coming through, like pay attention or whatever the thing. And so this person, you know, saw these little birds and they started to like peck. They're underneath the little heat lamp, you know, and they start to peck at the shell and they're, they're trying to emerge. And this person thinking that they needed its help, they forced the process. They tried to speed up the process and force the process. So they reached down into the thing and they started to like crack the shell open for the baby birds. Not knowing that the baby birds survival actually depended on them being able to get out of the shell themselves. And that in fact, by trying to force the situation with their own agenda, and to try to create something more quickly to bring this baby bird into the world, they actually would probably end up killing this baby bird because one of the things the baby birds need, how to, need to know how to do is to get strong enough to get out of their own shell. And that has always stayed with me. Like if I saw a butterfly trying to come out of a cocoon, 
You know, it like it went in as a caterpillar. It did the whole, you know, I call it the caterpillar soup or stew. Like it went in there and it broke down and it became something new. And I, and I love butterflies because to me, they symbolize transformation. Like every, I'm sure to a lot of people, they symbolize that. It's one of the reasons why I love them so much. Um, they are the embodiment that we can all change and we can all grow. And I often think like, oh, like you were temporary. It's kind of like peacocks, how I tell the story of the peacocks, right? So like you were temporary, you were always a butterfly. You just didn't know it, right? You had to be a caterpillar first. <laughs> so, but if I saw like a field of butterflies and they were all in their cocoons trying to get out and I went, went around like trying to rush the process, it's like I need to let them have their, I would end up hurting them. I would end up probably crushing them or getting them stuck in their own, you know, cocoons and stuff like that. It's like, so you got to, you got to let things evolve and unfold and come into life and come into being as they're supposed to. It's like, have you ever tried to force love? You can't force love. Just like you can't force attraction. You can't make people desire each other. You can, I always say, like, I have no interest as a spiritual mentor in trying to manipulate people and force them into wanting to work with me. All I can do is show up in, in, in the most authentic way that I know how, which is to just be myself. All I can do is show up and be myself and embodiment, be the embodiment of the love and the light that I am, that, um, that, that God made me to be, right? You know what I mean? It's like, all I can do is show up and say, hey, this is me. This is what's in my heart. This is, these are the things that I think about. This is what I'm curious about. These are some of the tools that I have. And I, I, I've, I've, you know, I, I would like to share them with you. You know, I want to take what I've learned and somehow be helpful to you too. But can you imagine if I went up to people and grabbed them by the front of the shirt and I was like, you are suffering. You need spiritual mentoring. You're a fucking mess. You're a hot mess. You need my stuff, right? Can you imagine how insane that would be? I would never inflict or force myself on people. I just wouldn't do it. <sighs> Maybe that, I don't know. I see a lot of marketing that's like right up your ass marketing and it's just not that soothing or scarcity marketing or people try to make you, you know, feel afraid and they try to force a sale. That's just not my thing. You know, I'm never going to try and force anything. And so, I mean, I guess this was just like my little love note to you guys, right? Don't try to force something that's not meant for you. And Robert Dranath Tagore says it in such a beautiful way. He says, whatever belongs to you, I might be paraphrasing a little bit, okay? Whatever belongs for you, whatever was meant for you, okay? Whatever belongs to you will come to you if you create the capacity to receive it. It doesn't say whatever belongs to you will come to you if you force it, if you go out and you put it in a chokehold, if you like, you know, grab it around the neck and give it a bunch of noogies, if you drag it home with you. There's none of that. It will come to you if you create the capacity to receive it. And that's how I kind of think about the writing process, right? Every day I have to sit down, create an environment, create a container, create my own capacity to receive what I would say is like, whether you call it the muse or the divine, to, to be the vessel that the inspiration or the words can, can come through. And, and it's the same thing how I start each morning, right? With my daily spiritual practice. And the last thing that I say before I get out of bed, have me go where you would have me go, have me do what you would have me do, have me say what you would have me say, and to whom, please use me. I try to make myself the clearest channel that I possibly can so that whatever belongs to me on that day, the places I'm supposed to go, the, the, the people I'm supposed to see, the things I'm supposed to say to the people I come across, right? What should, where should I go? What should I do? What should I say? I try to be the clearest vessel 
And I just say, basically, I'm here. I'm letting you know that I'm a willing participant in this. I know that I'm not going to make any decisions by myself because if I'm driving the bus, we're fucked, right? So I know I put something smarter than me in charge, right? But can you imagine if I woke up and I demanded, tell me what, like, it's not this. I'm just saying, please, please have me go. I am inviting inspiration in. I'm inviting intuitive wisdom in. You know, I'm inviting uh, guidance, spiritual guidance in from my spiritual team. Whether you call that Holy Spirit, God, source, love, I don't care. You know, I, I say spiritual team because it's wicked user-friendly. So I'm always trying to invite it in. And I'm less and less and less and less and less and less interested in making things happen, in forcing things, in hustling. I was never really interested in hustling. I always had to hustle when I was younger, right? Blue collar kid, self-employed, not a lot of money, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right? Always had to work hard. That, that, I mean, it's, I, I don't mind working hard, but I'm not interested in anymore in forcing anything. I don't want to have to force to make money. I don't want to have to force to be special or get my name out there or do all these things. It's just not that interesting to me. I want to be. I want to be the love and the light that I am. I want to express myself freely. I want to show you my true colors. I, I, and if that attracts you, and if that draws you in, and if that creates an organic and natural connection, amen, hallelujah, double amen hands, that's what I'm into. But I'm not interested in forcing things. I'm not interested in, in trying to get my own way or try to have a particular outcome. I want to stay in the curiosity. So yesterday when things just weren't going right, I literally thought to myself, I should do a podcast about, my podcast is going to be 10 minutes long about how I can't do a podcast today. <laughs> and then I was like, nah, that's stupid. Nobody wants to hear that shit. And I started laughing. And then just now I had a beautiful conversation with my friend, Bill Barron. Um, if you listen to last week's episode, we're kind of doing this, I call it the dynamic duo, like special thing, uh, where we're just kind of riffing. It's just like two friends who are having a little spiritual and storytelling ping pong. And we're sharing thoughts and stuff like that. And I was telling him like how I couldn't do a podcast episode. You know, we were, I was telling him the whole rigmarole, the whole story. And he said, that was the podcast. And I'm like, I know, dude, I almost did it. So here I am today talking about it. So I just want to invite you in to like asking the question, like where in your life right now are you maybe trying to force it? Where are you shooting, as we often say, where are you shooting on yourself? I should do this. I must do this. They want me to do this. Now, I'm not talking about like, you know, you got to do the right thing. If you gave your word to somebody, um, like, you know, if there's a contract, like these kinds of things, you can't shirk. You know, there'd be times when you just don't feel motivated, but you got to get your ass out of bed and go to the gym. You got to get your ass out of bed and show up for your clients or your kids or whatever the thing is. You can't, you can't just like tap out like, oh, I'm done, right? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when you know that you're trying to make a relationship work and it just doesn't work when you're trying to make a business deal work and it just doesn't work, you're trying to create content. And look, you always have permission. I'm going to say this again and again and again. You always have permission to pivot. You always have permission to change your mind. I can't tell you how many times I've thought, I'm going to do an online course and I'll like figure out what the modules are and I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And I will put time and energy into it. And the second it, I, I stop feeling it, I go, Meh, and I shit can it and I put it on the shelf. I'm like, not today. Not today, Satan. <laughs> that always makes me laugh. I saw somebody the other day online with a mug that said, not today, Satan. It just makes me laugh so hard. And 
Um, I made this really delicious vegan chili the other night, you guys. Everybody keeps asking me for the recipe. I should just post it. But I made this really, it's fast and easy and it's delicious. I don't know. I guess if, if it's delicious is up for debate. But everybody who tried it thought it was delicious. <laughs> um, and, um, and so I posted about the, the chili uh, on, on Facebook. And my, uh, my friend, uh, Scuda, as I call her, Kristen, <laughs> she, she wrote, just throw some cilantro on that suck and you'll be all set. And I wrote, not today, Satan. <laughs> we do not put the devil's herb <laughs> because I hate cilantro. Hey, you can write to me. You can write to me and fight back all you want about your love, your dedication and devotion and love uh, to all things cilantro. But I just can't get on board, man. My taste buds just don't like it. I've tried so hard. I've tried. I tried to force. I tried to force my love of cilantro and I can't make it happen. So I have surrendered. I've made it okay that cilantro is just not for me. <laughs> so I would love to hear you guys. If you feel like it, send up a flare. Write a little story on the Instagram. Tag me. What in your life maybe have you been trying to force? And maybe it's like something that your parents put on you, like some desire that they had to try and vicariously live through their kid or something like that. Maybe it's something that your siblings expect of you or Maybe it's something that your culture, your religion, your society, your, um, I don't know, like all the people, whoever could be influential, your coaches, your bosses, like whatever the thing is. What in your life has been feeling maybe like there's a little bit of a squeeze, there's a little bit of a forcing happening. And it's just like, you know, when you outgrow a pair of shoes and like for us, when we were kids, sometimes because we were poor, we couldn't always afford like, and I say poor, like, you know, like, look, we, we, we often had, you know, we had food on the table, but there are times when we really had to go without, there were times when we didn't have any heat, any power, any electricity, stuff like that. Bills didn't get paid. You know, we wore shoes with holes in them, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not going to go into the whole poor me story. It's not about that, but just trying to make a point. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's going to come um, a time sometimes when you outgrow the shoes that you have. And if you can't afford to get new shoes, you keep squeezing your poor feet into these things that you've outgrown. And if you do that, you're going to get blisters and you're going to bleed and it's going to be really fucking uncomfortable. And it's like, why am I trying to force myself into this? Either get new shoes or go barefoot. You know what I'm saying? And I think that for a lot of us, because of the shoulds, again, of society, of these expectations, what, what people put on us, we think we have to keep showing up a particular way or doing a particular thing, but you get to decide that you want to take a new direction, that you want to stop doing a thing, or you want to start doing a thing, or you want to go left instead of right, or you want to back up, or you want to pause and take a nap. You know what I'm saying? Nothing good is going to come from forcing it. And when I think about things like the Grand Canyon, and I think about things like, I, I'm amazed at Wada's ability to chisel stone. Like I'm constantly amazed at, um, and again, I'm not talking about things like, oh, I don't feel like going to the gym, but you're actually in a bodybuilding competition. So you have to force yourself to like do that. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying when you just know that you've outgrown a thing or it's not for you, it's not the right thing for you. Um, like you might join a multi-level marketing thing company. And in the beginning you were all gun ho. And then you just go, you know what? This is not right. It is not aligned with my spirit. It's not aligned with my heart or my soul. I'm trying to intellectualize myself into staying here. I'm trying to keep myself under this title or this thing I'm supposed to do. You cannot force. It just won't work. So I'd be curious to know 
if there's anything that you've been forcing in your life or trying to make work in your life and you're just afraid to let it go. You're afraid to maybe let somebody down. You're afraid to maybe let yourself down. You're surprised that you're not feeling it, whatever the thing is, because I think we need safe places. So, you know, to just say, hey, uh, I, you know, hey, hashtag permission to pivot. That's just how I feel. And it's not always an external pivot. You know, sometimes we have an internal pivot and sometimes internal pivots are like amazing. It's like, I love the internal pivot because the internal pivot will actually ultimately result like in an external pivot. It might start to like show up like in your life, but sometimes we need somebody, um, to give us permission. And what I mean by that is I'm not saying like, I'm the, I'm the authority and you need my permission, but sometimes we just need, you just never know. You just never know when somebody needs to hear like, Hey, it's okay to follow. It's okay to follow the intuition that you feel. It's okay to follow the internal guidance, the internal teacher, even if nobody else gets it. Don't force yourself. You know, and I think Honest Nin, I might not be saying her name right, Anise Nin or Honest Nin, um, she says, you know, when the day came, I'm paraphrasing, but the day came when the wrist, the wrist to remain um, tight in a bud became more painful than the risk it took to blossom. And there's going to come a point where you're just like, I can't do this thing anymore. Um, and so these are just some of the thoughts that I was having, like when I was trying to force myself into do something on a schedule when it just wasn't the right time. And I'm just at a point in my life and in my um, development and in my spiritual kind of expression where I just won't do it anymore. I'm just not going to do it anymore. I am not going to, you know, um, betray myself to follow some agenda, even if I, even if I originally created the damn thing. <laughs> so I hope you find this helpful in some way. And I hope you find a little more wiggle room and curiosity and freedom in your own approach to your creativity and how you're doing things. And, you know, if you ask somebody who's creative and if you ask somebody who kind of suffers a little bit from per perfectionism and these standards that are sometimes so impossible and you're always trying to force or you're just like, hey, I think I would like to start being creative. I I'm doing a yoga and writing workshop. Now I've been doing yoga and writing workshops for like, like 15 years, man. Since like 2005, I started doing them. Um, I, I was doing them, I think, before um, anybody else I knew was doing them, which is kind of cool. I'm really excited about that. Uh, not to be special in any way, but I'm just so happy that it kind of clicked in my mind one day. Um, I was like, it was like a full-bodied yes. I was like, oh my God, like I just started making so many connections about how these two practices were um, kind of like creative soulmates. They're like spiritual, spiritual, um, I don't know, sidekicks, as I say. Um, and so if you're somebody who, you know, kind of wants to break up your patterns and you want to come and you want to learn about how yoga and writing go together and how to step into, um, you know, creating fearless flow, like how do I kind of get out of this rigidity and how do I kind of get out of this forcing and how do I kind of find a little spaciousness, um, then please come. I would love to have you. It's happening on Sunday, April 5th in Laconia at my friend, uh, my beautiful friends, um, Cheryl and, um, and Susie. Uh, it's Cheryl's studio, but Susie is, Susie's also one of the hot beats of the studio. Um, it's called Yoga from the Hot. It's in Laconia, New Hampshire on Canal Street. And it's Sunday, April 5th from like 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's going to be amazing. And it's going to be a limited amount of space because it's a small, cozy thing. And also, I like to keep these workshops really intimate because people are sharing the stories of their lives often. Um, 
And you don't have to be a writer to come. It's open for all kinds of creatives, whether you journal or you're a journalist, you're an author, you're a storyteller, you're a speaker, you're a writer, you're an entrepreneur, you're somebody who just is trying to find meaning or make meaning, or you just want to start to use words again. And if you're somebody who has maybe been a secret writer because you had a mean teacher in second grade with a red pen who made you feel stupid, and so you vowed to kind of stay away from words. So readers, lovers of words, lovers of books, lovers of stories, whatever, you're all welcome. Um, and I think it's really important that we tell the stories of our lives. Um, and when we can create an environment where you feel safe enough, those stories will flow and you won't have to force it. And so I think it's a really beautiful thing. So I'm just throwing that out there in case uh, it's, what, it's what's in my heart to share and to start to kind of bring back into the world. And I love, love, love combining yoga and writing. And um, they're both also really beautiful ways to kind of start to navigate some trauma because the body has its own story to tell, you know, memory um, and the stuff that gets stored in, in, our, in our tissue and in our cells and in our bodies. Um, and I kind of say like in our DNA, um, they need to be expressed. And we want to create an environment where they freely flow um, because we, we quiet, in these workshops, we quiet the critical mind. Um, so no forcing at all, which is pretty amazing. So you can always just go to my website, Karen Kenny, K-E-N-N-E-Y.com. Go to the events page. You'll see all the thing. But if any of this interests you, you can also, any questions, you can just hit me up. Um, you can send me a direct message or something. But you guys, if you listen to the show and if you know somebody who's been just kind of trying to force something or you've been trying to kind of force something and you want to share this, um, I would love that so much. This is, how, this is how we make the world go around is with love. That's how I believe is we, we share the things that we find helpful and we keep other people in mind. And if, if we listen to something or hear something or have an amazing service, you know, we get to be balcony people and we shout it out and we share it. So um, if you dug this episode, if any part of it landed for you, um, I always invite you to <clears throat> tag me in a story or if you do a shout out about it, just tag me so I can see it so I can say thank you. I'm not, I'm not making assumptions that you'll feel that inspired that you will do it, but in case you do, let a sister know so that I can give you a big old like mwah, big virtual kiss. I hope that wasn't wicked loud in your ears, you guys. <laughs> I apologize if it was. Okay, so this is me. Uh, getting ready to sign out. Episode 52. You guys, I think um, by the time you hear this, we'll have been at uh, 20,000 downloads. I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. We'll see. I'll let you know in the next episode how it goes. But I just appreciate you guys so much. I celebrate you, my brothers and sisters. And if nobody has told you today, you are loved. You are loved. You are loved. Never forget it. You are loved. Wherever you go, may you be a blessing. Bye. guys thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the karen kenny show <laughs> i super duper appreciate your time friendship and support and look if something that i shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours i'd love to hear about it so please tag me on facebook or instagram or ig stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days and let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. -E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. 
I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing.